This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question is, what is the difference between pathological narcissism and narcissistic personality disorder? Now, we talk about narcissistic personality disorder and compare it to pathological narcissism. It's important to understand that narcissistic personality disorder, NPD, is a diagnosis listed in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. So it's a diagnosis, potentially, that a client could receive if they demonstrated certain symptoms. And of course, this diagnosis could only be given by a licensed and qualified clinician. Pathological narcissism is a construct. And we use pathological narcissism in research, but it's not a diagnosis. It's on a continuum. So let's first take a look at the construct of NPD as it's described in the DSM. We see that there are nine symptom criteria. First, we have a grandiose sense of self-importance. Then we have fantasies of unlimited power or success. A lot of times I just think of this really as exaggerated fantasies. They're not always unlimited. This idea of being special or unique and that only certain special or unique people would understand somebody. This need for excessive admiration, a sense of entitlement, exploiting other individuals interpersonally, having a lack of empathy, having envy for other people and believing that other people envy you and being arrogant, haughty, pretentious, or supercilious. So those are the symptom criteria for NPD. How do those differ from the definition of pathological narcissism? Well, with pathological narcissism, we see a number of qualities that aren't captured in the symptom criteria for NPD. And also with pathological narcissism, two types of narcissism are appreciated at the same time, grandiose and vulnerable. So with grandiose narcissism, we see a lot of overlap with the symptom criteria of NPD. We see characteristics like being arrogant or exploiting others interpersonally. But with vulnerable narcissism, 
we don't see really hardly any overlap at all. With vulnerable narcissism, we see characteristics like mood lability, so unstable mood, being shy, like avoiding other people, being self-critical, having fragile self-esteem, having feelings of inadequacy. We also see perfectionism and hypersensitivity. So really, as we compare NPD with pathological narcissism, we see that NPD does focus on grandiose narcissism and pathological narcissism covers both grandiose and vulnerable. Now, if we look at the associated features for NPD listed in the DSM, we do see discussion of this idea of being self-critical and of having social withdrawal. So some of the elements of vulnerable narcissism are captured there in the associated features. And if you consider the dimensional model in the DSM, this is listed as the alternative model for personality disorders, we do see that some of the other characteristics associated with vulnerable narcissism are captured there, but it's still not complete. So when we consider pathological narcissism, we look at it as really a more complete understanding of narcissism and a more useful understanding. Pathological narcissism, as I indicated, considers both aspects of narcissism, but there are a few different ways to think about it, even within pathological narcissism. There are several different theories about how narcissism is manifested. So one way of looking at it, of course, is that an individual can have primarily grandiose narcissistic characteristics or primarily vulnerable narcissistic characteristics. Now, a lot of times, of course, when we see primarily grandiose features, we still see some vulnerable features. And the same thing happens when we see somebody with primarily vulnerable features. There are going to be some grandiose features that are there usually as well. So these constructs are distinct, but sometimes they operate together. So really another theory here with pathological narcissism is that sometimes these two constructs, grandiose and vulnerable, really alternate in the same person. And one construct can cause or can contribute to the other construct starting. So for example, the grandiose needs may not be met, and that could lead to emotional dysregulation. That could lead to the vulnerable side. And after a period of time with emotional dysregulation, the need for recognition will come back and the grandiose state will return. So in a sense, there's a compensatory property there that could keep these states really alternating. Another conceptualization is that pathological narcissism serves a purpose, and that is to hold off feelings of shame or guilt. And sometimes the pathological narcissism is successful, and then you have the grandiose state, and sometimes it's not, and then you have the vulnerable state. So there are a few different ways of looking at pathological narcissism and how these two states, the grandiose and the vulnerable states, can relate to one another. So another logical question to ask here is, does this matter? Is it important that NPD is different than pathological narcissism? And are either of these constructs really important? Well, it is important that we have accurate classification and a better understanding of traits that could be associated with mental disorders. But specifically, there is a link between narcissistic characteristics and depression. We see in a study published in 2018 by DeWood and colleague that a lot of times the construct of NPD has produced mixed results. We don't really have a clear association between NPD and depression. But this particular study looked at pathological narcissism and found that there was a link to depression, particularly the loss of interest component that we oftentimes see with depression. So understanding the difference between pathological narcissism and NPD can have clinical significance. It can be important in 
helping to inform treatment. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevitz. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.